youngest people that you ever did see. Younger than springtime, I'm a newborn baby. And the show is gonna surely make you shout. Yes, ma'am. We're talking about five questions with Jason Jam. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm excited. Yes, hello everyone. It's Five Questions with James and Jam. I am John Andrew Morrison, known as Jam, and this marvelous, scintillating, glorious wonder of a human being is... Tempest Bledsoe. Have I ever been her? Oh, I don't know if you have. But I'm going to go with Tempest Bledsoe. Tempest Bledsoe, otherwise known as... James Jackson Jr. <laughs> We're really excited. We have the magnificent, the wonderful, the glorious team known as Lou Berger here with yes. us today. So let's get right into it, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? Bring them on in. All right. Hey. How are you all doing today? You did that very well. <laughs> you know, hey, technical genius here. Um, but how are you all doing today? Where are you? Where in the world are you all right now? We're all in Los Angeles. We're making our cast album for The Wizard of Friendship. So we're all here, just been going in and out of studio sessions. So we're all doing good. Uh, or I'm doing good. I think <laughs> you guys are doing well, too. <laughs> we're doing great. Yeah, all right, it's, been, so, it's busy with everything, but otherwise we're all good. Fabulous. Oh, I love that. Now, um, Alex, you're in a photo studio. Studio? Are you taking some model shots? What are you doing? <laughs> no, this is just my home office that's always in a state of self-tape disarray. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. My, you know, my between my wife and I, we're always taping for jobs yep. that we're ultimately probably not going to get, and uh, so we just <laughs> always leave the lights up. Dude, Welcome dude. to the last three years of everyone's that, that life. That is the yeah. job, Alex. Yeah. That is the job. That's right. That's right. They pay me to, to set this up every day. They, uh, the, you know, <laughs> that's true. And then, um, Huey, so you're in your apartment. Well, yes, where is everybody physically right now? Are you all in your apartments, your office? Where are y'all? Yeah, I'm in my, my apartment, which is also my studio. I live here with my wife and all my musical instruments. All right, please Ooh. tell her hello. Um, we got to meet her um, when you all came to the show. She's lovely, as is yeah. your wife, Alex. Um, um, we, I don't think we got to meet your wife, Keith. I don't think, I don't think yeah. you got to meet Becky. Yeah. Uh, she had a different schedule, uh, but she, oh. she did come see the show and she loved okay. it. Yeah. All right. And you're in your dressing room um, getting ready to... Uh, well, I'm, I'm in uh, what is affectionately called Grammy's Kitchen, which is where Luberger typically rehearses. We're cooking up Grammys, we like to say. We haven't hey! gotten... Oh, I love that. But we're still cooking. And uh, I also live with a lot of Huey's instruments, as well as my instruments. But over so here, we've got right a whole of brass oh instruments, there's a trombone, there's two French horns in here, a trumpet, and a euphonium, and then there's keyboards and uh, cases Fabulous. for all those things, or microphones for touring, a lot of the it's gear. Hard. Here. It's hard working with Mozart. It is. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, well, shall we shall we get into the five questions because it is called I mean, five questions with James. It is. James. I mean, um, the first thing is not even really a question. It's very basic, bitch. Uh, question because it was something I just wanted to know of where did you all meet? Uh, Alex, yes. you want to take it away? 
Oh. Sure. Like an, a great Alex question right here. Well, okay. So there, there were sort of two factions of how Luberger met. The first one being um, when Keith and I met. We met in 2014 okay. at a networking barbecue. Oh. <laughs> um, Those things exist. They exist mm-hmm. and were probably the only lasting relationship that's ever been formed out of a networking <laughs> event. Yeah. Um, it actually, and, it, sometimes they work, apparently. It's amazing. Yeah, they network. What were you, what, like networking just in, in, in the business, in the industry? Yeah, it was an informal barbecue that invited a lot of different YouTube people uh, at okay. the time. I was working at BuzzFeed at that time and mm-hmm. BuzzFeed was hosting it and they invited like, people like Rhett and Link and other bigger YouTubers and smaller YouTubers. And Alex and I met uh, because someone introduced us being like, you both like comedy music. You should talk. And we were like, great. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking for a writing partner and Alex was looking for a writing partner. So I, that it made perfect sense. We did a couple shows together. It, it gelled really well. Um, and then a couple of years, I guess a year and a half later, we mm-hmm. wanted to add a piano into the mix um, just to fill out our sound to be bigger. And we found someone. And before we even actually rehearsed with them for a show, they said, oh, I can't make that show. I'm going to set you up with a sub. Uh, he's really great. You'll love him. Wow. And Huey was that sub. And then we That's got back to that other way. guy. And we were like, you know what? i had been at the second city i was music directing at the second city and doing the whole thing Mm. and so there were like at the time in la there were like 11 piano players who did comedy shows so we just all subbed for each other and whatever and then yeah they just uh, i had actually heard about these guys from someone else who sort of tried to set me up and so it, it had been sort of like a long time coming for us to meet and then the first day we actually met Alex and I rehearsed. I think Keith was like working. So Alex and I just ran through all the songs and we had like a beautiful bro moment. So so what <laughs> happened was I I had just literally the day before ended a four-year relationship. Oy. And um I just like I needed a bud. If, in, <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. So, like, we go through all the loop. I just need a friend. Yeah. We we go through the Luburgers, the, the Luberger songs. Huey gets them down. I was like, okay, great. My hands on the doorknob, and I go, "Can I just talk to you for a minute?" <laughs> and then we talked for probably like an hour and a half, just about relationships and like. And he, Huey, without missing a beat, when I said that, was like, "Talk to me, bro." Oh, <laughs> that's how you know. It that's clicked. How you know. It yeah. clicked. Well, you know what? I'm just wondering now. This wasn't one of our five questions, but I'm gonna go there, right? I'm gonna be a rebel. Um, Ooh, what what is it about? What is it about comedy? Why comedy? Why like what was it about comedy that? Uh, what drew you all to comedy? I'll tell you what drew me to comedy, which is I have a degree. I have a bachelor's of music and songwriting mm-hmm. um, from Berkeley College of Music in Boston, oh, and I came out to LA. Yeah, I came out to LA to like be a songwriter and be a performer. And then I realized there weren't a lot of jobs for songwriters and performers. And then I was working at a summer camp and then I got invited to do play piano for an improv group. And then like a year and a half later, I was at the second city and I was like, wow, comedy needs piano players. Maybe I should (laughs) dedicate my life to this. (laughs) Uh, And I just always, you know, I'm Jewish. We're all funny. So always, <laughs> like everyone in my family's funny. We're all funny. I was like, oh, you can put these two things together and have a career out of it. So 
that's more or less how it happened for me. Yeah. For, for me, I think it was a combination of two things being an enormous fan of like Weird Al and Tenacious D. Mm-hmm. Ah. But also, I grew up a musical theater kid and I was always cast as either like the funny character mm. or my favorite shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, I love Avenue Q. I love to, um, uh, Book of Mormon. I love, uh, you know, Bat Boy, just all the weird kind of right. funny you know, musicals. And so growing up and even to this day, I've just always loved comedy music in that regard as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Very similar uh, to these guys. I grew up listening to comedy music. I thought that was the best. I loved singing. I loved playing instruments. I loved performing in anything that I could get into, which I grew up in very rural Tennessee. So all my first 15 theatrical productions were church plays. And I was right. I was right. in other churches' church plays. I was like, <laughs> hire me out. Let me in the gig. I need somewhere to perform. There's nowhere to perform here other than at churches. At the church. So, and, and then I would later play with my brass quintet at churches. And that, those wow. are the only theaters in Carthage, Tennessee. Uh, I moved away and then lived in uh, Chicago for a while. Did a lot of improv. Um, always looked up to people like Wayne Brady, Weird Al, Blood mm-hmm. of the Concords, mm-hmm. Tim Minchin, just great, yeah. intelligent, yeah, yeah. So funny there's, musicians. There's this yeah. thing where it's like you were looking for, because our next question is kind of about like collaboration and how does it work? Because we're always fascinated, like not just how someone does something, but how people do things together. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like you were always attracted to doing things. Improv terrifies me. Me too, my I God. Get, like, I just said the word and my ankles are sweating. I know. <laughs> and but yet I love working with people, like like trying to figure out the rhythms that someone else has. And I it, that's the only way you can do the thing you do at all is you have to do it with someone else. So but you seem to have been like all three of you were interested in doing things with people out the gate and then you find each other. It's like what Collaboration is like really important. It's what it sounds like to me, to each of you. Like, yeah, I think when you're performing and you're in musicals, you get this too. It's wonderful to have other people with you, yeah. both because yeah. you cover for one another when you make mistakes, but you also mm-hmm. get to celebrate your wins with a guaranteed cast of other people excited to win. Um, we also tour and the other people who tour like us would be stand-up comics and they're alone. Yeah. And I, yeah. that's, I think the hardest because you go uh, from playing yeah. a show for 300 people where everyone's praising you and you're getting all this affection and energy. And then you get in your car and, and you drive to a holiday inn. Yeah. <laughs> knows yeah. who you are and you sit right. alone with all of that excitement and energy and no one to share it with, or, or maybe you had a bad show. You have no one to commiserate with. Yeah. Uh, and for us, I think we all have a lot of friends in general in life. We just like having friends uh, and to be able, and also we were talking earlier that we don't have any friends at this point that we don't also do work with uh, <laughs> just because the overlap uh, is huge. The overlap and the time allotted is sort of like, well, I kind of got to combine this with my career or else I can't really budget it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how, how does collaboration work in Luberger? Is there, is yeah. there a hierarchy or is it like majority that- rules or like how does someone bring an idea and then you all feed into it or is it all of the above? Like how does how- like walk us through that? What is that like for a new joke or a new song or a new bit? 
it is sort of all of the above um, in the sense of like, we'll write songs in a lot of ways. Like there's, I think for The Wizard of Friendship, there's like three songs that Keith wrote the lyrics to on a plane and then, you know, brought it to us. And then usually if someone brings in a full song, you know, it'll be like, hey, we'll present the song to the group. And then we'll all sort of pitch jokes or pitch things to, you know, tighten it up or lose stuff, whatever the case may be. Um, we do have some songs that we'll just all create together around the piano. But more often than not, someone's like, I have this idea. And I have like either a full song or a verse and a chorus. And then we'll bring it out. And then as far as the music goes, like we'll pretty much sit around the piano or the guitar. Alex is a great guitar player and just sort of like bust out whatever the chordal structure may be and, and this and that. And now we're working in the studio on The Wizard of Friendship. So there's a lot of tracks that I've sort of produced to a certain point, but now we're bringing them to another like excellent expert uh, producer engineer. And he's sort of taking them like the rest of the way forward. Um, and, you know, even for some of the songs we, we did for The Wizard of Friendship, like we got in there and then Keith is a great French horn player. We just put the microphone up and we're like, okay, Keith, play some French horn parts. And now that he's done that, <laughs> I'm like writing other parts, you know, for other instruments and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's a very collaborative group. That's wonderful. And also it's kind of like, it's like you, you celebrate each other's stuff. Like you're like, you can do this and you can yeah. do that. I saw um, something on your Instagram where like, Alex, you were tap dancing in the studio or something. So, <laughs> so I feel like you were like, you can tap dance, put that on the album. <laughs> that, that is a lot of how we operate. I mean, that's how we started uh, having Keith implement his French horn into the show was, I mean, Keith studied French horn in college. He like, he, was it a major? You were that guy. I, I, yeah, was that I was guy. a French horn performance major, but then I switched it to a minor to do theater because you can't be in two matinees at the same time. <laughs> and concerts. And they won't and let theater. you carry that French horn on stage during Guys yeah. and Dolls. But yeah, you so. can carry a French horn on stage during the Lou Burger show. Yes, you can. <laughs> but yes. I would say that our upcoming show, The Wizard of Friendship, is, and even our touring show in general, is everything we can do as performers. Yeah. How can we get in on that stage? Like, we're, <laughs> That's we're, awesome. We're like, we're playing every little tiny toy instrument that we can play. Like, I'm playing instruments I'm not that good at, but I can play the trombone right. fine. So I'll play the trombone fine for a second. Like everything we can do, we are doing. Yeah, I'm not like an expert tap dancer, by the way. Let's just <laughs> not yet. Very fine at it. Ah, that's so wonderful. I can I can only do things on my right foot, which is why musical theater has been so hard for me. Um, the, the, the Broadway nominated actor. Right, right. Tony nominated actor. Literally Tony nominated um, can't tap dance. Can't tap on the left foot. Can tap wow. on the right. Can't tap on the left. Wow. Um, um, That's so, really fun. Uh, um, Keith, I have a very oh, important question yes, for you. Yes, this is Jam's very important question. It's so mm. important. Um, you have, Keith, a very large mouth. <laughs> Talk to us about big spoons and sauces and where you learn to do all of these things with your mouth. Now, when he brought this to me, I I did not know where he was going or from whence he came. Um, and then I saw some footage of things. I was like, see? What am I doing? <laughs> Big that. spoons and sauces. Yeah. 
I just, I need to know things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, genetically, I was just blessed with a big old mouth. Um, but I, I would say I also, I was the third boy in, in a family of just three boys. Uh, mm-hmm. So when, when dinner came, it was sort of like a race. Uh, if you wanted seconds, you had to finish firsts. You right. know, like, so it was always like, I, and I grew like crazy too. I, I just was, I'm, I'm very tall and I got to six, three at like 14 or 15. I just got wow. really big. So I grew so fast. I have stretch marks on my knees from growing too fast. Uh, wow. So I was just consuming food at a really uh, uh, high wow. amount. And, <laughs> uh, and then I also was very active and always, you know, being goofy. And I, I learned to juggle as a kid. I, again, rural Tennessee, nothing to do. So I had to entertain myself. <laughs> Uh, and to do juggling things, and Jesus. a lot of energy. So I <laughs> ate a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, and then now like, you know, I, I just, I love performing, but I love, I really do love food. I eat a lot of food. I have a lot of thoughts on food. So I've, you know, started doing the eat the menu show and, uh, it came from even like I used to tour with an improv group and I had a blog that was a fast food blog where I was of trying to eat every single fast food item ever and, and review yeah. it over time. Um, because, when we go to fast food restaurants, we or we all order the same thing. You order the thing that you like. So you mm-hmm. never venture outside of your comfort zone in fast food. And nobody has. And I was like, oh, nobody's made a thing about this. So I, I made that series. And that series made a lot of people interested. And I'm like, well, I don't really want people to go eat fast food. If they're going <laughs> to take my advice, I should make something good. So I make the hot sauce. Hot sauce is yeah. great. It's all made in Vermont. Um, by a sweet woman named Claire. It's all locally sourced. It's a very like nice sort of small batch process. It helps, wow. you know, farmers in Vermont and this small hot sauce company. And it's really fun. And I get to have my face on it, which makes me laugh uh, to no end. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but, and then I just did a TikTok once. The, the big spoon came from sometimes there's not enough leftovers to save. Uh, <laughs> and, you, and you feel bad throwing it out. So I just chose that's to make myself very, that's the garbage wise. can and I will shove the last bit of food in my mouth for a TikTok. And people liked it. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll do this again. <laughs> that's very, very It makes funny. total sense to me now. Yeah. It makes total sense. Um, and Alex, speaking of things that have been in Keith's mouth. Um, <laughs> I'm a thing that's been in Keith's mouth. Um, this was uh, the next thing we discovered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two questions. First, uh, oh, uh, mm. scale of one to ten, how soft are Keith's lips? And are you the? <laughs> and the second, are you the triple threat of the group? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> how soft are Keith's? Keith has some. Supple lips. Oh, <laughs> all right, Keith. I mean, just take a look at them. Like it's, you know, it's a lot of lip. It's a lot of lip. good lips. They, they, oh, it's a lot of lip my. here to go around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get lost in them. So that was a, that was a journey. It looked like that's wonderful. I but I often I have stubble, be... so I don't know if it's a comfortable kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I the you know the, the the Disney princess kiss has been such a journey for me. When we first used to do it, I would I would like be very giggly. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, like, right. oh, right. I'm doing this Ooh. right. And now it's just like I've probably kissed Keith more than I've kissed my wife. <laughs> um, so it's but it is you know anytime 
uh anytime keith's got like a little you know facial hair going that's always like you know it's it's just, it's just a like, nice oh this little, one's gonna hurt hello <laughs> you know? yeah it's like, oh, i, I can't wait for our game i have the perfect <laughs> game for you later oh my goodness <laughs> and am i the triple threat of Luberger? i i don't this I, the I, tap dancing was was what yes was on my you can mind. sing he's a quadruple threat he can sing yeah. he can dance he can act and he's hot Ooh, you're I mean, all the things. He's you're got the quadruple threat of Luberger, bro. I His whole I, model setup behind him. Well, yes, exactly. No, I. I you know you're like... taking thirst traps. Come on, come on. Carefully, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to try to sell you on Equinox in a second. He's ready to talk about Equinox at any chance. <laughs> I I love the ropes and rowers club. I took one. It's good, right? It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's hard, but it's good. It's very hard. Yeah. And I almost had to call out of the show <laughs> the next day. But it was, the class was great. <laughs> but I c- almost couldn't make it to the theater. Because you the just show. were so sore? What happened? I thought I was going, I thought half of me was broken. I really thought my entire upper body was just done. I was moving in ways that I've, like, this doesn't do anything. All those, all those little muscles. That yeah. you don't realize you have. Yeah, those are the like ones. right like on the like the under boob area. Yeah, that the thing. Under-boob. Yeah, right. was a really tough thing for me. But I've I've only done it once. So <laughs> <sighs> fantastic. But I feel like so Alex, did we did we finish asking you your question? Um what I what I enjoyed about your Instagram was seeing you do um Thoroughly Modern Millie, seeing you in Annie. So tell me about some of your um, favorite triumphs on the musical <laughs> theater stage. Uh, I mean, you know, Salesman 3 and Music Man when I was seven was... <laughs> I, people at Canoga Park Elementary School were talking about that one for years afterwards. Yeah. Just great. The way I talked about the Model T Ford made the trouble, made the people want to go, want to get, want to get, want to get up and go. People love that. Um, I made, uh, I had a really phenomenal term at the Calabasas High School production of Urine Town, where I, I, I played Old Man Strong. Uh, yes. And I insisted, wow. you know, if, if for those who don't remember, how urine town goes old man strong meets his demise when he urinates on a wall. Mm. And um, I insisted that we find a way to make actual urine come from my, not actual urine, but water come from right. my pants. So I uh. and my dad designed a, um, a water pouch that I could have in my chest made out of one of those catheters. Like, you know, the, for, for people in the hospital with the pouch and stuff. An IV. Right? An IV. Like that's an the IV one. Bag, yeah. Catheter. That's a real way to get some real pee. <laughs> a ca- a catheter would have been very method. Yes. Yeah. No, this was this was water. And the way I did it was, you know, and this is this just goes to show you my acting prowess meeting with my mm, sort of craftsmanship. Mm, yes. Press on the pouch to make yes. the, the pee splash out against yes. the Yes. And then Miss Pennywise had to come and take me down to urine town. So Wow. Look at look at you! You're creating drama and and catharsis and doing all of the wonderful things that we it, we love so much in the in the yeah. theater. It's it truly is that because so Keith is making this 
Keith is making this video for the Try Guys right now about our process of making this off-Broadway show. And um, so he, he asked that I go back and try to find a bunch of, you know, clips of me doing musical theater when I was a kid and stuff. So I've been revisiting all that and watching. It's very fun. Um, James, did you want Alex to do something? Uh, I wanted to see the time step. <laughs> the time step? Oh, I, I can't do one. So I, I'm... I'm fascinated by anyone who can even fake it. All right. Look, first of all, I'm in the worst pajamas right now. That's how we're going to get viewers. Those are the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. If you move anyway, we're going to get banned from all social media. The reason I have these is because. What? It is afternoon. You'll be wearing those pants. Afternoon. I didn't think my pants were going to be ready. You always have to be ready. Well, I've learned my lesson. I see when I first got these like six years ago, I was like, I'm going to get some pajamas that look like jeans. So that when I go to the market across the street, people will think I'm just wearing jeans. Do, wow. Geniums? What have we learned? What have we learned? <laughs> we learned that that was a bad decision. Mm -hmm. yep. They can see your religion, Alex. Um... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So do you still want to see the time step? I'm going to have to see the time step. I mean, we I might, think you're we... going to have to try it. I mean, it's going to be... Oh, I yeah, also need a pair of these pants. Oh, the Janamas are good. I would wear these. All right. Are you seeing about... actual like religion here? What's going no, on? No, there Not is yet. no religion. <laughs> I, will, I will say amen, <laughs> but there is no religion. I'm also like only looking. Wow. At when I did the time step, I was very much like, okay, don't move your dick. Don't move your dick. Don't move your dick. Oh, if oh I had a nickel. God. You know, um, Instagram, TikTok, and OnlyFans. We're we're covering yeah. all of, all platforms. Oh my god! Wow! Thank you, thank you. Thank that was you. only a double time step. I can't do a triple time step. I mean, I can't do a like, single. Look, it would be too thrilling for the audience if we did that. <laughs> um, um, Huey, our darling, wonderful, glorious love, with the long, lustrous locks. Please tell us about. Your charity work. You have a foundation um, that you work with and um, that you started. Um, please tell us everything about it. I have a nonprofit. It's called the Arts Project Syracuse. And I'm from 315. I'm from a Ooh. suburb of Syracuse. So Syracuse is here. I grew up right here in Onondaga County. Everybody from Onondaga yeah. County says Syracuse, but we're not all from Syracuse. So Syracuse, um, the, in 2021, it I think it was 42% of children were living in poverty. Hmm. In 2016, Syracuse had the highest rate of concentrated poverty among black and Hispanic communities in the whole country. Wow. So, and people don't really know because they think Syracuse University wow. or they think of the suburb. Oh. I grew up and, and you know, there's, there's money there, but it's just not in the city yeah. and it's really sort of messed up. So I've always stayed involved with 
Syracuse and the community. I grew up playing like in bands and stuff. And so a lot of what I credit my ability to see my my life in the arts too is growing up in a place like Syracuse where there were lots of places to, for me to play music and mm-hmm. have opportunities to live an artistic life. So <clears throat> once I left Syracuse and moved out to LA and really started to understand what was going on in the city, I wanted to uh, create a way to make tangible change there. We did like a music video project called Welcome to Syracuse 2018. And that was really cool. We got the whole city involved and made songs and did this really cool project. But then um, really what happened was my brother, Avery, who similarly to what Keith was saying, my brother, Avery, who lives less than a mile away, who also we have a creative agency together. We started this nonprofit together. Like we do a lot of stuff because we see each other all the time. We're like, we should do. So We have a, it's now officially a 501c3 as of a couple months ago. And what we Mm -hmm. do is we have, we, it was so much, it's so much harder. Yeah. It's, yeah. This whole process has been way harder to do than I ever thought it would be. But we have a teacher that goes into the Boys and Girls Club in Syracuse and she goes in twice a week and she um, does arts education with the kids. And we actually just received a grant that will ensure that she's going to be able to provide this um, experience for the kids for the whole next year. So we're really excited about that. And then we had other organizations giving us like math books and we've done clothing drives. We've done arts project drives. We've had, you know, special wow. come in. we did a culture fest. So it's really awesome. And we go there and, you know, we get to watch these kids grow up and give them access to arts education that they might not have otherwise had. That is fantastic. And we'll put, we'll put um, the uh, website so you yes. can, people yes. can donate. Um, for sure. But that's, that's awesome, Huey. Yeah. All righty. Well, those are our five questions. Yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't even feel like five. I mean, it's time to play a game. I it, believe. It might mean it's time to play the can newest I, just game. Before we play the game, can I explain <laughs> the pajamas? <laughs> Alex, you're. You already else? did. We've already moved on. We've already moved I know, but on. I, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I would. I, just, I would love an explanation. I'm the type of guy that when I'm home, I just I wear pajamas. It's not. I Same. wasn't sleeping all day. I've been. Same. I have been working today. Same. I just. Same. You know. I just. I. You know. I'm at home. I don't want to wear. Pajamas. I had to put clothes on. But I've been up doing things. You but can. I. This. This is what I came up with. You <laughs> but I've been up doing things. I talked to Jam at like noon, and he was like, "How are you up already?" Yeah, I was. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god. Um, so these are what you would call your inside clothes. My niece is very specific. She has her inside clothes. She has her going to the market clothes. She has her going oh. out. Like she has very specific outfits. And the different. inside clothes and the going to the market clothes—they can overlap. The market is just an extension of your home. <laughs> No, my niece would, my niece and you would not get along then. She'd be like, no, these are outside clothes. These are inside clothes. What are you wow. doing? Wow. Um, so, we'll Lou Berger, it is now time to play Stinky Mouth, Sloppy Mouth. And this is how Stinky <laughs> Mouth, Sloppy Mouth works. Yeah. Okay. I'm very um, excited. The name is great. I'm very excited. I'm violent. <laughs> I'm you have to perform a passionate kiss with someone on the stage. And A, they either have a slightly stinky mouth, maybe they've enjoyed the tuna fish a little bit too much, or B, 
their mouth is fresh, but it has a lot of excessive saliva. It's just <laughs> everywhere. I'm so ready. New burger, you have to pick which would you prefer, stinky mouth or sloppy mouth. Let's hear your answers. <laughs> this is a no-brainer for me. Saliva is disgusts me. Food <laughs> from the face is like one of the grossest things to me. I would rather face fluid. So, uh, Huey, you're going with stinky mouth. That would be my choice. <laughs> oh, you know, you're, you're out of your mind, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm, uh, I'm sloppy mouth. All <laughs> Why, please? <laughs> because I am disgusted by bad smells. I really can't stand bad smells. The way that Huey is making that face right now, like. <laughs> I've also had bad kisses before with people that have just eaten garlic or tuna, and so it's it, it's so like you're not just getting a bad smell; you're getting the air that is coming out of that person as a bad smell. Oh! The fluid that their body created. Saliva is like I, I know that it, it. First of all, I I'm okay being wet in general. But also, like I just saliva is more sanitary to me than like somebody's discarded foodstuffs. Okay, so as I'm, I'm being put here to be the tiebreaker, and I've got a lot to to talk through this answer. So I myself have a lot of saliva. Oh, okay. Uh, when I got my braces put on, they had to have two of the saliva like suckers in my mouth, and I held a hair dryer at my ah! mouth to keep my mouth dry enough for them to glue braces to my teeth. It was like there were like four people around my eleven-year-old head trying to keep my mouth dry enough to fix these teeth. That's so pretty gross. I already, I'm coming to the table as a sloppy mouth. Ah! So what's better? Is it to have a double sloppy mouth where then now we're endangering on like visible slop for the audience or myself? I don't, I don't know where this kiss is happening. I'm imagining a stage kiss because that's how often I normally kiss with Lou Berger. Or do I... <laughs> have the, the 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 stinky mouth to avoid the the double slop, right? So that's a tricky. But no matter what, there's slop. So I'm kind of like, well, why not just dial up the slop? Because there's gonna be slop anyway. I am a sloppy mouth, so I think I'm gonna go with sloppy mouth. Oh, oh my! And God. that concludes that concludes <laughs> mouth. the game. Sloppy mouth. mouth. <laughs> Thank you so much. You have proved my <clears throat> point that Stinky Mouth, Sloppy Mouth is a great game. <laughs> so because Sloppy Mouth won, since, since Sloppy Mouth won, I guess that means Huey has to receive a sloppy kiss. Yay! Or a stinky kiss. Ooh! <laughs> one. Since that's what he likes. I think always the perfect moisture, perfect smell. Oh, we'll have to nice. we'll have to dump a bunch of water on her mouth the next time she kisses her. <laughs> and see how that goes. I would take a swig of water before oh, the kiss. Oh my god.
stinky mouth, sloppy mouth is great. I'm, we're keeping it. We're keeping it, James. <laughs> we will keep that footage for sure. Ah! <laughs> um, but I do think it is time to play um, our favorite game. Yes. Pick a pair of patties. Yes. Um, pick a pair of patties is the title of our game. Uh, it's okay. The title tells you how to play. You will be picking a pair of patties. We will give you a scenario. Um, and the three of you have to choose this pair together. So oh, wow. there will be teamwork and collaboration in this. The <laughs> scenario that we're going to give you, you have to do a bank heist, a bank robbery. So you need to hire someone to be the heavy, someone to do the, give me all your money. Uh, and then you have to hire someone to also drive the getaway car. Mm -hmm. Your patties to choose from are Broadway's Patty Lapone. Ah, of course, of course. Broadway's Patty Murin, who was uh, the star of Frozen on Broadway. Oh. And Patty, Patty LaBelle, Whoa. America's. Well, sweetheart. Sweetheart. I will say we're fully avoiding Patty Habersberger, my mother, which, you know, is, uh, is no I was trying to go a lawsuit. Well, let's put Patty, ha put her in there. I is don't she... know if she'd be the best <laughs> candidate. Anyway, but honorable mention. All right, uh, but Lou Berger, pick your pair of patties. Who Patty, got Patty, LaBelle, Patty LaBelle. And Patty Murin. Patty Murin. Okay. Um, very, very uh, lovely She's a sweet Broadway. Disney princess. She's a Disney princess. Yeah, yeah. I feel um, like off the bat, Patty Lapone has to be the heavy. No, I think yeah. I think Patty Murin. Because here, let's think about this. Frozen captivated a world. And what was the phrase? Let it go. Let it go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Give me your money. Let That's it right. go. Let it right. Go. And the voice, the singing, the the belting in that moment freezes people, much like the title of the show. Frozen. So well, you, 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 you know, normally someone deep. would say freeze. Patty right? Murin like, is least likely to get pulled over. She's the most likely to get behind the getaway vehicle and just blend in to the rest of traffic. Oh, like, you're right. out of it. You know what I mean? Sure. Patty Murin, she's driving. No one's looking twice at her respectfully in the car she's getting as she's driving her getaway. That right. is a rare one. No, not many people have chosen her as the getaway driver. Well, Patty Lapone. Oh, I'm. Sh I guess a lot of people probably choose Patty Lapone as the heavy, huh? Because I mean, Patty Lapone is making people give up their cell phones from <laughs> the stage. Wow. Like she's, you know, she's naming her pool after how she fucked over Andrew Lloyd Webber. Or like, vice versa. We don't, yeah, vice we don't know. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, uh, you know, Patty Lapone is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Patty I mean, and, you know, and what's what's Patty Lapone's big phrase? Anything goes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she'll get in there as a bank heister and she will fuck you up because anything what? goes. Anything goes. Wow. These true. are things I've never thought of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Patty LaBelle, I just I don't know if I could ask her to do this. <laughs> I wouldn't feel right. I wouldn't feel well, right. Well, John Michael, it was when uh, Lyles answered this in our yeah, show, yeah. he wanted to protect Patty LaBelle. So he's like, I want her in the car where she's safe. That's what he said. You can be like where the person at home on the headset, turn right, turn left. And then when he goes to the computer, scratches it and runs away. 
Now, that is the thing with Patty Lapone is I feel like she's probably a pretty sick driver. Like, she mm. probably, and, and you know, you go back to Anything Goes, she's willing to break mm. those traffic laws to get us out of, out of the way of these cops. So maybe because that's not goes. a bad argument. Oh, my gosh. I, well, Lou Berger, what is the consensus? What are What is Lou Berger's answer for this most important question? Let's pick a I pair think. of Patties. I think Patty Lapone does the robbing. Patty Murin does the driving away, and Patty LaBelle is waiting at the foot massage place <laughs> to meet us all there. Mm. What do you think, Keith? I think I can agree with that as long as our foot massage Patty is the person who like parked the switch car days ahead of time. There we you go. Know? Cause you have there to have a switch. You can't yeah. stay in the same car. Yeah. You yeah. gotta switch it in a parking garage underground somewhere. Well played. Yeah. And well played. I think that is the role uh, that she plays. Okay. okay. But, but yeah, I think they all can get foot massages after. It's going to be a hard day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. wonderful. All right. Lou Berger, you have been delicious. You've been yes. wonderful. Um, you can find Lou Berger, Lou Berger Comedy, and at Lou Berger on all of the social media sites. Can you tell us what's coming up next for you? Yes. We know there's an album, there's an off Broadway show. Tell us the where, tell us the when. Alex. Oh. Me? Alex. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got we've got our off-Broadway show coming up. Um, we actually have our holiday spectacular coming Ooh. up next okay. Friday with a very special guest that we are not allowed to announce, but it is very exciting. It's about as special Ooh. a guest as you could ever dream of having. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's coming up in a week. And then uh, our show, which actually is two different shows, our Wizard of Friendship and Lou Berger Live in Concert opens February 23rd and runs through oh March 26th, so, somewhere near the end of March. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, so on on the weekends, you'll be able to see two different shows. If you see the matinee, you'll see Wizard of Friendship. If you see the night show, you'll actually see a wholly different show, completely different music, Fantastic. Lou Berger Live in Concert. So every song that you're missing from Wizard of Friendship, you will get at that other show, which was a little bit built in for our sanity and excitement to have different songs to sing uh, right. two out of our seven performances. So come see us. It's going to be incredible. It's at Theater Row and uh, we'll be living in New York. So we're also excited to to see you all in person again. I can't Fantastic. wait. I can't wait. Fantastic. When is this album coming out? <clears throat> Probably about the same time as the show, right? Yeah. Right the show. Sort of to get people excited to see the show, hear the music, and then come see it in person. All right. Yeah. So, Lou Berger, we end our show with a segment we call One Wish. Um, and this is something I like to try and do. It's never happened. <laughs> we fail um, spectacularly at it. But How the words it? are One Wish, and I'd like us to spontaneously, with the lyric One Wish, never gonna um, it's never going to happen, sing a beautiful song. Um, so Jim has this idea mm -hmm. that it's you gonna can happen. sing. It's going to happen. It's going to happen over so, a streamyard session. Yep, and have it's going to happen. Harmony. It's, it's going to happen. So I, I'll count you all in. Um, oh, wait, Huey, Huey is like I'm not, not participating in this. Certainly. I'm not participating. What is he doing? He's is getting, he getting he's a getting guitar. Getting ah, yes. Okay. Perfect. So I'll, maybe I'll, this is the thing you've needed. So I'll count us all in and spontaneously and all 
Oh, that's coming through great, Hugh. Perfectly. Wonderful. Just wonderful. That already sounds like it's going to work. Yeah. So gloriously, at the count of eight, we're all going to sing one count of together. I, I'm good. Five, six, seven, eight. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna sing it beautifully. Okay. What are all we right. singing? Just one wish. That's the okay. word. Okay. okay. All right. Five, six, seven, eight. One, one wish. wish. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Well, it's we've wonderful. learned a lot. We did. Um, the reason we also do one wish is because genies give you three wishes, and I don't like genies. <laughs> so you get one. You get one. Okay. You get one lousy wish. All right, uh, Jam. Do you have one wish for the people this week? I do because this has been so flipping delightful, and we thought it was going to be like all of twenty minutes. We're well over an hour of chatting with one another. But we got some um, wonderful things to use. Yes. So my one wish for the audience this uh, this episode is this: um, make new friends. I was going to say the same thing. Um, have a conversation with new friends and um, and have a laugh with a new friend because this has been wonderful. This so really that is happened. my one wish. It's for our this episode. One wish. I was I really was going to say the exact same thing. Oh, wow. okay, all right. Um, do do any of you have one wish for the audience? Oh, I mean, I my my one wish is that people. You know, take swings at their goals. You know, don't be afraid to fail. Take take swings. There's something, I think, spectacular in every person, and sometimes we're afraid to explore that part of ourselves. I wish that everyone would take some chances to figure that out. I love that. I love That's that. wonderful. Alex, Huey. Hugh? Okay. My one wish for our audience is that we all focus on the things that unify us and we uh, allow those things to build bridges between us and other people. I love, I love that too. My, I love it. my one wish is for uh, everybody to find somebody that makes them as happy as they want to be. Ooh. I love it. I changed my wish. I wish for Alex to have worn different pants today. Hey! They are, they are perfect. They are perfect. We we don't wish Alex was wearing Jean different pants. pants. No, no, no. Thirst trap Alex. They don't call him that for, for no reason. <laughs> they don't call him that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've had the delight of um, chatting with Lou Berger. Um, yes. Again, you can find them at louburger.com, at, Lou, at louburger on all of the social media. Um, go to their website Lou to Burger find Comedy. out about, sorry, louburgercomedy.com. Um, look on their site for upcoming um, information about their off-Broadway show, the album, the holiday show. Um, and it's the clearinghouse for all of their social media and all of the wonderful things that they do. Huey, Alex, Keith. It has been a delight. It has been a joy. We thank, thank you, you very much. so very much. Right. Thanks for asking us to do this. Yes. All right. Thanks for, thanks for very coming. Very great experience. Right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>